This is Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you with Christian meditation and experience God's presence through biblically guided imagination, where you can draw near to God and get the stress and anxiety out of your mind, out of your heart, and out of your body, so you can live a bigger life. If your podcast app is set to skip silent sections, go to your app settings now and disable that feature for this podcast. Let's begin by lying flat on your back if you can. Otherwise, sit comfortably in a chair. Either way, uncross your legs and arms. And close your eyes if you can. And just focus right now on taking in a deep breath in through your nose, into your belly. A deep breath of calm of quiet. And as you breathe out, focus your mind on feeling your body letting go of tightness in your muscles all throughout your body. Just a rhythm of breathing in a sense of new breath, new life to the cells in your body, bringing oxygen into your brain, into your cells, into your body. God giving you another breath. God giving you every moment of life. He is the giver of all life and gives life to every cell in your body. Gives you breath. So the Bible says in Acts chapter 17 verse 28, In Him we live and move and have our being. But right now you're breathing in the breath that God gives you. In Him you live and move and have your being. Breathing in quiet and calm through your nose, into your belly, into your lungs. And with each out-breath, you're feeling this sensation of your body resting in this presence of God who gives you life. In Him you live and move and have your being. You can't give yourself life. You don't give yourself being. God does. So you're just getting this rhythm of breath with a mental awareness of your body being in the presence of the one who gives you life and breath. And you're feeling a sense of release of tension and tightness throughout your muscles with each out-breath. You're focusing your mind on breathing relaxation into your body with each out-breath. Focusing your mind on letting your body drop a little bit more with each out-breath from holding yourself up. Your body dropping a little bit more with each out-breath from self-protective guarding. And with each out-breath, you're entering a greater sense of relaxation. Breathing in calm and quiet. Breathing out this sense of release and relief, of tightness, clenched tension all throughout your body. Your body dropping more and more toward the surface you're on with each out-breath.
and you're feeling this intentional release of the muscles around your head, focusing your mind on releasing any tightness in your scalp or the muscles in the back of your head or the muscles around your temples or forehead. releasing any tightness in your muscles around your eyes, muscles in your cheeks, in your face, jaw, and focus your mind on just feeling your face drop. We often have to present a face to the world, but right now you don't have to present a face to anybody. You can let your face let go. Let your face drop, completely just fall. Not have to worry about how you're presenting a face. You can just let every muscle in your face, every muscle in your head fall toward the ground. Deep into your throat, deep into your neck, just dropping toward the ground. And focus your mind on feeling the sensation of that. What does that feel like to let your entire face and the muscles in your entire head let go and drop and fall? You don't have to present a face. You can let it fall completely relaxed. And letting that sense of relaxation now fall down toward your shoulders and letting your shoulders fall toward the surface you're on. Let go of guarding, let go of holding yourself up. We put a lot of unconscious anxiety and tension in our shoulders, our neck, our head. And now you're just becoming consciously aware of letting that go. Letting that tension release. And letting that release and relief flow now down toward your fingers and thumbs, down your arms toward your fingers and thumbs. And your arms are feeling release as you're letting your arms lie there limp. Breathing in through your nose into your belly. And as you breathe out, you're focusing your mind on feeling any visceral tightness in your gut. Let go, imagining like becoming water, liquid, dropping toward the surface you're on. All the muscles in your gut becoming like liquid, dropping toward the ground, letting go of any anxiety or tightness or angst you're holding in your gut, probably unconsciously, but now you're consciously aware and you can let it go. Let it fall away. Breathing in through your nose, this new breath of life, of calm, of quiet. Because you know that in him you live and move and have your being. And so your life is a gift. And this next breath is a gift. And every moment in your life comes from him and he sustains you. And so you can let go of holding yourself up. You can let go of all the self-protective guarding you've unconsciously been putting into your body. You can just let it go and feel that in your back. As your muscles in your back loosen, 
drop, let go. You feel that all the way down into your buttocks muscles. Your hips can be consciously released now. You don't have to hold them tight. You can let them go. You can let your pelvic floor muscles just relax. And let that relaxation flow down your legs, your thighs, your knees, your calves, your ankles, your feet and toes. And you can consciously feel your whole body dropping toward the surface you're on, completely letting go of holding yourself up. And use your imagination to almost imagine your body being like liquid falling toward the surface you're on, dropping every cell in your body, every tension in your body, flowing out. In the Psalms of the Bible, David writes in Psalm 3, and it says this is a time where David is having to flee for his life. So it's unusual that he says in verse 5, I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. What David is doing is imagining his body. He's imagining his life Right now in this secure presence of God, he's having this sense where he's seeing vertically and not just horizontally. He's not just thinking of himself as lying down and sleeping, and he's not just thinking of his life in the circumstances he's in, but he is thinking of himself in a vertical reality where God is present. He says, because the Lord sustains me, I lie down and sleep. Because God is the one who gives me life. God is the one who sustains my life. God is the one who is always present with me in every moment. In this moment, I can lie down and sleep secure. Because I know my body, I know my life is inside this protective bubble that I can't see. This protective bubble that is the presence of God who sustains me. And he says this in verse 5 because of what he says in the first four verses. Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. In those first two verses, David is acknowledging that his horizontal circumstances are not great. They're filled with things to be anxious about. He has many enemies, and there's many people who are rising up against him, and there are many who are mocking him, saying, God will not deliver him this time. That's his horizontal reality. Remember, in that horizontal reality, he's able to say in verse 5, I lie down, and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. He's seeing his horizontal reality vertically, 
knowing the reality of the presence of God, who gives his body life every moment, every breath, and God's the one who has determined the number of his days and he sustains him with an ultimate promise of life forever. So David says, How many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. That's true for you too. On the one hand, many of the enemies that we see in our lives are not as real as we think. Many of them are projections of our own insecurities, our self-protective reflexes. But on the other hand, we actually have far more enemies than we see. We have spiritual enemies, the Bible talks about, that are constantly trying to deceive and destroy us. And our spiritual enemies have thousands of years of experience and intelligence at knowing how to place deceiving thoughts in our head, anxious thoughts in our head, self-protective, insecure thoughts in our head, that God is not going to deliver us. Just like David is hearing here in verse 2. God is not going to deliver us. God is not going to deliver you. However that comes, however that's worded, you can't trust God is the deception. He can't be trusted. We must take matters into our own hands if we want what's good for us. But David says in verse 3, But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. In the unseen realities of this world, God is an unseen shield around us all the time, far more than we have any idea. And David is lifting his eyes to see his life in the vertical reality of that, the vertical reality that God is always his shield around him, that always David's life is in this bubble of protection. Nothing gets to David that doesn't pass through God's hands first. David is lifting his eyes to see his life in that vertical reality rather than just the horizontal realities that bring distress, that bring anxieties, insecurities. And what he writes in this verse is true on multiple levels. Ultimately true because of God's plan for you and all that he's done for you in Christ. But on multiple levels beyond what you see, it's true. And you too can say with David, But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. And ultimately, we know that Jesus' death has taken all the our sins, our death upon himself and the cross into death with him, and he has broken through the other side of death into life, having been raised from the dead. And his resurrected body is the first of resurrections to come when he returns, and all those who are his will have a resurrection like his, and we will have a resurrection of glory, eternal life, and a renewed glorious, radiant world. This is the promise of the gospel, but we can say with David, 
God is my glory. His story for me is my glory. Ultimately, He, because of all that He's done for me in Christ, is the one who will lift my head high. He really is a shield around me always, now and ultimately forever. When we know that, we have this vertical reality that in Him we live and move and have our being and In Him, He is the one who is a shield around me at all times, and He is my glory, and He is the one who will lift my head. So David says in verse 4, I call to the Lord, and He answers me from His holy mountain. God's throne, in other words, is the poetic way of seeing that. God is in control. God is in charge. And I can call to Him. You can call to him and ask him to do what you want him to do. And you can trust him to be a shield around you always. You can trust him to be your glory. Your life is on a trajectory of glory. Your life is on a trajectory of God lifting up your head. Every day, the one test is always the same, ultimately. Will we call out to the Lord? in our day, in our circumstances? Do we sense our need enough for his help, his deliverance, his protection, his presence with us? So instead of letting your horizontal circumstances put the angst of anxiety into your body, do what David did. He's fleeing for his life. He is not in any more secure position than whatever it is that's causing you anxiety in the horizontal circumstances, but he is lifting his eyes to see vertically. He knows he has enemies that are far more than he realizes. And they're all ultimately trying to say the same thing. God's not going to deliver him. But David says, but you, Lord, are a shield around me. And you are the one who is my glory. I'm on a trajectory of glory. And you're the one who lifts my head high. You can have that confidence. God right now is present with you. He is in this moment with you. He is in all this insecurity that you're facing with you. And he is a shield around you. You are in a bubble of his protection. He is your glory. Your life is on a trajectory of glory. He's the one who's going to lift your head high. That's going to be your story. And so you can call out to him and trust, knowing that he hears you. So David says in verse 5, let's read it again. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. Right now, just take in a deep breath in through your nose, into your belly. This breath of calm, this breath of quiet, breath of life that God gives you in this next moment. And as you breathe out, you can lie down and sleep in security. This sense of just relief filling your whole body, breathing out this sense of, ah. You are in the bubble of God's protection. He is a shield around you. 
He is the one who is going to bring your life a trajectory of glory, radiance, beauty, joy, love. Because of all he's already done for you in Christ, death and resurrection, already happened, it's already begun. This is the story your life is in. And he is the one who's going to lift your head high. So you can trust. You can lie down. You can sleep. Because the Lord sustains you. During these summer months, look for a new episode once per week on Tuesdays. If you found this podcast helpful, please give it a rating in your podcast app so others can find it more easily. And maybe consider sharing this episode with a friend you think might benefit from it. Our audio engineer is Matthew Matlack. Thanks for listening to Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life.